I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Monday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. Hello, Sonny. Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year, Brian. We have not sat down on the air together since before (laughs) the break, so uh, we've talked a little bit uh, off camera, but how were your holidays? You know, they were were actually really great. Um, I spent uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day after uh, Christmas at home with the family, and it's typically a really difficult time, as as many of our listeners know, because my husband's uh, mother's birthday was December 24th and her her his father's birthday was December 25th and they died December 28th and January 1st yeah of 2020 uh, leading into 2021 and so a lot of grief in the house and a lot of, and we've had to change traditions because our tradition was always to go to my in-laws so we decided this year that we would just hang out at home invite new people Right. Like our our friends and our family, we had a chosen family, a chosen family. We had a vicious round of Christmas Olympics. Okay, so Christmas Olympics. (laughs) We talked about this before the the show went on break and we saw a little bit of it in your your, uh, dressing room party, which I loved. The cookie challenge. I have to admit, um, I lost it this year. It was the first time in about seven years, maybe. Did you lose to Gabriel? I did not, which is shocking. I lost to Tristan Ewing, my godson, and it's because I had Botox. Oh. Newly injected Botox, and I couldn't move my forehead quick enough to have the cookie fall from my forehead into my mouth. Oh, so this is, you know, people talk about the dangers so, of fillers and okay. things like this. Well, here we go. Don't play Christmas Olympics if you just got your forehead done. Fascinating. So that was an interesting piece. And then we decided to go uh, down to where my father has moved, near mm-hmm. the water. Um, to spend New Year's. And so these are all new traditions. um, And it was lovely. And I I learned a lot of things. Um, I love spending time with my dad. Everyone knows that. And um, being on the beach, I think, was therapeutic, especially for my son, who now thinks the best thing to do is just like jump into ice cold water the first thing in the morning. Oh, he's like polar bear plunging kind of thing? He polar bear plunged every day. People were cheering him on. I thought it was very bizarre. I like warmth, so I didn't do it. But yeah. I watched him do it. I have a video of him. And then <laughs> I did not do well with this. I don't think I don't like that. Um, he did the polar bear thing, and then we. I walk the beach about three to six miles a day. What a lot of people don't know is that I walk a minimum of three miles a day. And um, I think you and I were talking. I learned a very valuable lesson, and I've decided to make it my New Year's resolution. Yes. You told me about this. Um, I did. Why don't you share with our listeners? So, um, as I say, I walk uh, three to six miles. I used to run, but my my right knee bothers me right now. And as I'm walking out of my, my father's new place, which is right on the beach, he says, uh, don't walk right, walk left. And I said, why? He says, it's just, it's just better. But as I looked down the beach, if I walked to the right, I could hit six miles. If I walked to the left, it was shorter. There was a pier there. So I, against my father's uh, advice, I walk to the right. I just want to say, you, you are contrarian generally. <laughs> I, I, am, I mean, this I is am. definitely, I, am. I have some experience with this from saying, well, you know, maybe don't do that, Sonny, and then you do and it. And then it's, I do it. Yeah. But it was, I was so curious because my father is such a thoughtful person. 
why would he say that? Mm -hmm. And of course, as I walk down, um, there are a lot of Confederate flags on Uh. that side of the beach and a lot of um, Make America Great Again uh, hats and uh, Trump 2024 signs. And uh, people kind of not jeering at me, but pointing, you know. Because they recognized you or because you're a woman of color? Or what do you think it was? I couldn't tell. I, I will tell you, there's no one like my father where he lives. Yeah. So um, I turned around and I decided to start walking left. Yeah. And I I did my probably, I don't know, maybe four or five miles. And I came That's back. That's heartbreaking. No, but you know what? It's, it's real life sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to my dad, Dad, why did you tell me to walk right? He said, because did you see what was on the right? I said, yes. I said, but you live here. And so you don't say anything to anyone. You, you, you're you still so happy living here with that right down the street. And he said, sweetheart, joy is an act of resistance. You've joy been, is an act of resistance. You've been quoting that to me for the last two weeks. <laughs> yes. And I just kept on thinking, this is a man who married a white woman in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> this is a man who is the grandfather son of sharecroppers uh, and the great-grandson of slaves. This is a man who had to drink at a separate uh, water fountain, and he is joyful, and he doesn't have a angry bone in his body and survived corporate America. And his philosophy is that joy, his joy is his act of resistance. Which is inspiring. I'm so inspired. So I've told you, Brian. Mm-hmm. I am going to very, try to be very joyful because, as you know, um, justice is my thing. And when I see injustices, I get very agitated. Yes. I don't get angry. I get agitated no. and I want to change them. Which serves you and well. And I want to ask questions. Why do you have that Confederate flag up? Mm-hmm. Why are you proud of that? Why are you proud of the loss? Do you know what it means? But oftentimes that does lead to conflict. Yes. And then I get sad. Yes. And I get a Unhappy. I often also get sad and unhappy when you get led to conflict. I want to point that <laughs> because out. Because you sometimes get text messages from me sure. when I'm unhappy like sure. that. But I am going to try for six weeks. I'm not going to make it, but I'm going to try for six weeks to remember what my father told me on that beach, which was joy is an act of resistance. Well, this is fun for the listeners at home, too, because now that they know there's... A, so the six weeks came from another conversation you and I had. I yes. forget who it was that said resolutions fall apart. They fall apart. And they only count if you make it six weeks. Six weeks. That's habit. when the brain changes. It's habit forming. Yes. And that, that puts it around, I think it Valentine's was Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if you are joyful and joy is your form of your primary form of resistance through Valentine's it's, Day. It's, it's doubtful. I think it's, it's doubtful, it's too. It's doubtful, but I'm going to try. And I felt that it was really profound. I think that I, in my experience, this is not news to me because Joy Behar, also a form of resistance. <laughs> I so, see, she's yes. my form of resistance. Sure. sure. I think uh, she, she needs a sweater that says Joy is a form of resistance. I think that's right. Uh, I, I think this is a really great philosophy from your dad, and I think it's, yeah. it's a good place to start. Why not yeah. start looking for joy? Yeah. And um, don't get me wrong. There are things that need to be confronted. Yes. And I, think the, I, I, I typically think, do. I don't think you're going to let any of those go by. But um, but I think that's right. I think people, um, you can't make people angrier than by experiencing joy in front of them. No. <laughs> that's what it is. Exactly. And, and if that's how they feel and they have their life experience, who am I to 
take away my joy of that beautiful walk that I take every day. It's a great way to start the year. I'd be lying if I said we haven't had similar uh, proclamations from you that have fallen short. (laughs) Over the last couple of years, but I'm going to go with it and I'm going to be, I'm going to go for I d- it. I do recall I made a similar one. Yeah, that's okay. I didn't stick to it. I think we try. Everyone, this is what you do. <laughs> this is what you do. Um, you mentioned on the show today that Anna inspired you to attend the drag brunch oh, at the Art House this weekend yes. in Miami. You showed some video and if you haven't seen the show, please go see the show. Yes. I'm going to post a lot of the stuff. I'm, I'm not great at posting, but I, I felt so much love in that room. Um, by the way, it was packed. Mm-hmm. The music, the people, um, the owners were shocked, actually, because I said when they were here on Friday, the next time I'm in Miami, which is going to be very soon, I'm going to stop by. And, you know, he gave me his card and he's probably like, yeah, sure, Sonny's going to stop by. So I stopped. I made reservations and I texted him, but he didn't read his phone. Oh, wow. So I walk in and the lady's like kind of staring at me, the receptionist. Um, and I said, hi, I'm Sonny Hudson. I think I have reservations for six. And she said, can you wait one moment? I said, sure. And she goes and she gets him. Yeah, of course. And he's like, you're here. I said, (laughs) yes, I told you I was going to be here. And I brought my family. (laughs) He's like, wait. And he get, I don't know what he did, but we had the best table. Oh, that's great. And Athena Mm -hmm. announced that I was there. And by the way, Brian, you're going to love this. They have television screens everywhere. And The View, the episode of The View on Friday was playing on a loop. Love it. It was great, great for us. Uh, the Drag show... brunches and, and hospital waiting rooms, are <laughs> those are fantastic. Yeah. The show was fantastic. <laughs> the queens are amazing athletes. My husband was especially impressed with that. Um, that was apparent on the show on Friday, I thought. I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, the athleticism, the sheer athleticism, the joyfulness. And the funniest part for me was my mother is very Catholic, which is why I'm so Catholic. She goes to church every Sunday, no matter mm-hmm. where we are. And we were actually in Miami for a, a birthday party, a 70th uh, yacht party. And she texted me. She's like, hey, I found this great church. It was like 12 something. Um, would you like to join me? And I said, um, I'm actually on my way to a drag queen brunch. Thank you so much for the invitation, but I'll see you when we get home because we were all flying out. I would say I got there at 1230, one o'clock. Who strolls in but Rosa Besa in her church gear? <laughs> and I was like, Mom, you're at the drag queen brunch. She was like, yep. Pope Francis just talked about things like this. What? This is about acceptance. This is about love. This is about joy. And she said she had one of the best times she has ever ever had. Oh, that's wonderful. She left a church mass to go to a drag queen brunch. I love my mother. This is why uh, Whoopi loves the Pope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's great. Yeah, well, the Pope just, I I believe... Very recently, yeah. Very recently, the new guidance is that you can bless a same-sex relationship or marriage. That's very significant. Very progressive, yeah. And it's very progressive, and thank God for that. You know, I got in trouble, I think, a couple of seasons ago not in trouble, but whatever, the right wing came after me for saying that Jesus would be the grand marshal of the gay parade. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I mean, he was also with prostitutes and he was with lepers. He was with people that were otherized. Yes. And so why wouldn't he be the grand marshal? And why wouldn't my mother go to a drag queen brunch? If you believe in the Lord and you believe in God, you believe in love then you believe in drag queens. Yeah, there we go. I love it. Well, I love that you were down there so fast, and and, and that's true. I love that they were playing the episodes. So they great. were. I knew you would love that. Yeah. We'll be right back. 
Woodward and Bernstein, pen and paper, wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. On Friday, also, we had Gypsy Rose Blanchard on the show, and her interview has gone incredibly viral. That's what I heard. It's all over TikTok. It's everywhere. Hmm. Um, what did you think of her story after speaking with her? Did it change your mind at all? Did you have any preconceptions going in? I mean, obviously, as someone who was a prosecutor, um, she hmm. committed a, a very serious crime. Well, well, she murdered her mother. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, which uh, joy aside, we are not forgetting. Yeah. And um, <laughs> what um, do you? What did you? What was your takeaway? I guess people are going to think terrible things about me um, because there seems to be a generational gap. You know, the younger generation seems to think, well, she she took her power, and my generation thinks she killed her mother. Yeah. So I'm a former federal prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody, I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most people are guilty, and she admitted to doing that. When you say most people are guilty, you mean— Most people that, that commit— no, Murder, that are, yeah, are, are convicted of murder. They're convicted of murder or, or criminals, yeah. and they're, they're murderers. That's, that's right up there with, like, you know, rape and incest, right. murder. She did serve her time, and well, she was she a victim. she didn't serve a lot of time, no. though, because the guy who she convinced to kill mm-hmm. her mother um, is got life in prison, and um, she has six million followers on social media and seemed very savvy to me. And is not interested in a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Got her GED, which I I praise her for. But um, I'm not a fan of of murderers. No, sure. I know you have sympathy from what you went through. We talked about. I have this. tremendous yeah. sympathy for what she went through. But let me also say this: um, having been a prosecutor for many many years, there are a lot of people that are abused that don't go on to kill their parents. She just seemed, for someone who had just left prison, very savvy. She seemed very smart to very me. Very clever. Yes. Clever and savvy. Mm-hmm. And she's, I'm sorry, all the Gypsy Rose lovers out yeah. there. No, I mean, she's certainly taking the moment. It's like, you know how when people um, are put in prison for life for murder, typically something that a prosecutor asks for is that if they write a book or anything, that they can't benefit from their crimes. Right. And um, I don't see that here. Well, it's interesting. I, I mean, I... Talked about this with Anna on Friday a little bit. I was conflicted about whether we yeah. should have her on. Yeah, uh, I know you I, were. I did. You were Espe- spoken. Especially yeah. along with our wonderful drag queens. Yeah, that was an unfortunate combination. But it worked <laughs> out. I mean, for an epic photo backstage. Um, listen, that was a timing thing. It was had to happen. So, um, look, she makes she she. It's who are who am I to judge? She will she will meet her maker, and 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 that's when 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 I, I don't want right. to judge her. No, I I just. Well, one of the reasons this is I just say, my my training and my background. One of the reasons I said yes was because, again, these are conversations people are having at home about yes. this story, and you guys are coming at it from different perspectives. Sarah yes. Haynes completely empathized, um, empathetic after watching the. the yeah. She was a hundred percent with her. Joy forgot that she murdered someone for ten minutes. Uh, she, the, yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna let Joy speak to that moment herself. <laughs> Joy knows that murder is bad. I think she was taken <laughs> by how sympathetic she was from from the abuse she went through. You know, I, maybe maybe my soul has died. Well, uh, having seen so many bad things and yeah. having visited many um, murder scenes, I I did not have that level of empathy. When you're a prosecutor and you're seeing those kind of stories, do you turn off the emotion in those moments? or do No, you, I don't. It, it fuels can't. me. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. No, it's fine. It's fine. There's. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out how to do a segue. This is not quite <laughs> going from, uh, Sorry. from murder to drag queens, but I was going to talk about another hot topic we had on the <laughs> yes. show today. So we touched on this story today. It's about a woman who had an affair with her sister's mm. husband. Mm. Talk about someone who does not have sympathy. Mm. And then she told other family members, but not the sister who was told being cheated. Told her parents, too. Yes. You had a strong reaction to this, of I course. Did. I did. What is your take on family secrets? I think you're as sick as your secrets. Mm. And I don't have... Too. I don't. <laughs> it's, it's not mine. I got that from somewhere else. Um, 
you know, I don't have siblings. Mm-hmm. I have chosen sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to put myself in these kinds of situations. And I think either because of your hoish behavior, you either have to live <laughs> with that terrible thing that you did for the rest of your life and right. don't bring it into everyone else's else's life or you fess up to it. What this person is, this person is obviously a selfish person. Yes. Because she is sleeping with her sister's husband. He is also a hoe, as Anna pointed out. Correct. Okay. So I did miss that hoeish part. Mm-hmm. So there were two people involved here, but she should have either taken it to her grave and and dealt with it with her maker, or she should have told her sister, which is the more honorable thing to do. Yes. The tougher thing to do. But the most honorable thing to do is not to sleep with your sister's husband. Sure. Assuming that that horse has left the barn, are you <laughs> somewhat now, would you want to be told or would you prefer that it went far See, away? Personally, for me, yes, I like to live, as I just mentioned, I'm trying to live in a state, state of joy. Yes. So I think that you take that nasty act of disloyalty and betrayal to your grave with yes. you. And you live with the weight of it. Right. Don't bring it into my world. Right. You live with the fear it's going to come out. You live with the... You live with it. Don't bring it into my world. Yes. However... However... If I learn that someone did something like that, I'm going to give you the opportunity to choose your lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Live with it or tell. Right. But you're not going to tell. I I, I may. You might have to. I, I may have to. I may, mm-hmm. because I don't like people being made fools of in front of others. This, right. The betrayal and the disloyalty disgusts me. You know, I'm 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 loyal to a fault, my friends right. sometimes say. And you know that about me. I do. So it's tricky. It's tricky, but I don't like it. Yeah. No, I I, I think uh I, I think it it's tough. I mean it's almost worse to be I don't like it. aware of the information on the outside yes. and have to make that decision. It's I don't another, like it. yeah. I don't like that you put that on me. It's very tricky. All right. Former Congresswoman Liz Cheney is sitting down with all of you on Wednesday. Yeah. I'm very excited about this. We've wanted to have her on the show yes. for a long time. Um, what are you looking forward to asking her? You've told me off camera that you've been reading the book and that you're book taken by it. Is one of the best books I've read in a long time. This is surprising because you were a critic. I am a critic, and I remain a critic. She Mm -hmm. voted with Trump 93% of the time. Our policy could not be any different. And and our vision for what this country should be, I I think, couldn't be any different. But our vision of democracy is the same. Mm -hmm. And our vision of the Constitution, remember, she's a lawyer. She went to University of Chicago Law School. Very smart. She's a very smart person um, and a lifelong Republican. And I think the bar was very low to come out and say... (laughs) January 6th was wrong. That was an insurrection. Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy. The bar is very low, but she'd said it and she gets credit for that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she was taking some contemporaneous notes, y'all, or some some she was recording it. But I'm talking about the tea that is in this book. You feel like you are in these meetings, that you are in these conversations. It's step by step by step by step. And it's methodical, which I like. It's thorough, which I love. I, I feel like she thinks like I think. Yeah. And um, There are receipts in this book. There are receipts upon receipts upon receipts. Now, after she's here, I laud her 
and I applaud her. And I think everyone should read this book if they care about democracy. And then afterwards, I'm going to go to my back to my corner um, and, yeah. and disagree with her policies. Right. She's not someone you'd vote for. but Never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really excited yeah. to have her here. Um, yeah. We're going to give her a lot of time and we're really going to dive yeah. in and we're going to have all six of you, which will be a new experience. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you for joining me today, Sonny. We got through you a lot. Bet. This we good. did. Um, tomorrow, we'll, I'll be back with Sarah Haynes. Yes. And uh, if you're enjoying the show, please continue to download them. Follow us. Review. I read every single review. I appreciate the reviews. <laughs> I print them out and walk around and read them to you the other staffers. You never tell me what people say about me. They so adore you, Sonny. No, they adore you. It's mostly, <laughs> I really do pay attention to what they say about me. Um, but that's what we got. So thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.